When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We put sports in there as well because sports. They're entertaining. Because we're required you know? legally. It's, it's fine. It's weird that we watch, as my boyfriend says, we just watch people do their jobs. You know? Yeah, well, hopefully people listen to us do our jobs or we're That's out of a job. True. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> the same thing. Okay, so yesterday was the Super Bowl, and we were just wondering, 651-641-1071, what did you have at your Super Bowl party? What, what was you... in your big Super Bowl? Yeah, what was your uh, food touchdown, as we want to call it? Um, give us a call and let us know what you're famous for, or what you're the most proud of. What would you have do. in that crock pot? That crock pot. Got some meatballs in there. You got some little uh, smokies. Little smokies and barbecue sauce is the easiest thing to do. I haven't done it, but I notice at all the parties I've been to. You know what else you can do is uh, do a jar of uh, your favorite barbecue and then a jar of grape jelly. You can do that with little smokies or with meatballs. I'm pretty sure that that is the concoction that I've had is the grape jelly barbecue sauce. It's so easy. Yes, it's so easy. But you could do marinara sauce for your meatballs. You could do some queso. Queso. Um, gosh, wings are a huge hit always. People do love wings. You know, Stephanie Hansen joined us, by the way. A hat tip to Stephanie for filling in on Friday. Oh, thank you, Steph. Stephanie um, gave us a recipe for her oven fried chicken wings, which actually sounded great because, you know, like a lot of people want to do them in the air fryer. They're like, I love my air fryer. But when you you're doing do so many, in there. exactly. When you're doing Super Bowl quantities, you need a bigger space than your typical air fryer will allow. Right. And you are kind of, you know, people you've said to me before, like people are like, I got to do it in the air fryer. And you're like, you can just do it in the oven. It's yeah. just the same. <laughs> I mean, I get it if it's like, you know, you have a piece of pizza or a piece of fried chicken you want to reheat. You don't want to, you know, put it in the microwave or turn on the whole oven. But if if it's dinner for, you know, more than two people, just put it in the oven. Wingstop. Sold 16 million wings wow. on Super Bowl yesterday. That's a lot of wingdings. It is, for sure. We have some people calling in about their Super Bowl touchdowns, Bradley. Booty touchdowns. All right, let's go to Sharon. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so I made that Jason. I guess it's Jason's uh, white chili chicken. Oh, yum. Oh, my gosh, yes. And, and then I made with the cream cheese. And then and it turned out absolutely perfect and then i my second favorite is the sweet science ice cream i made sundays oh <laughs> wait a minute oh so you made sundays with the uh with that ice Not cream with the chili got it well you yeah, know <laughs> oh. 
Nice. Oh, oh that's awesome, Sharon. Oh, and I make Sundays with all the different flavors. And then. What are those things in the air over our airspace? It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Um, so we've had several things floating around UFOs because they're unidentified. Well, now some of them are identified. What's the new term? We don't objects. call them UFOs anymore. Um, what was... It is unidentified. I don't know. I don't know. I knew, like, because remember when they had those hearings, they were calling them something else, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's not a UFO. Right. It's but like, anyway. I just want to call them UFOs. Anyway, too many questions. Why don't you yes. just tell us a story? Okay, so we've had four since February 4th, or actually the first one that was shot down um, at 60,000 feet with a Sidewinder missile that was off the coast of South Carolina near Myrtle Beach. That was um, a balloon that China was using. And they said it was just a balloon that was um, monitoring the weather. Of course, that's always the excuse there. Yeah. With, um, it, like, why did they need to monitor our weather? Right. Well, mm. it's coming. <laughs> it's coming that way. We yeah. want to get a just, get a head start yeah. with your three bus sized yes. weather balloon. Yeah. Speaking of that, it was 200 feet tall and estimated to have uh, weighed more than 2000 pounds. To be fair. I've actually watched the release of a weather balloon. Oh, cool. And their payload is about the size of my fist. Now, I'm sure there are bigger ones, but the one I saw that was launched by an actual National Weather Service like team was like the balloon itself looked like what you'd think a big white balloon. And there was a tiny little payload attached and it flew off into the sky and then takes a bunch of readings and eventually it comes down. But not three bus loads. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't buy that. Um, you know, they said it was a civilian airship used for research, mainly meteoro- meteorological purposes. Yeah. So that was ha- we've been talking about that since it was shot down on February the 4th. Now, all of a sudden, since Friday, there have been three other objects in the sky. And you're thinking, okay, are we just now looking up? Have they always been there? We're like, oh, wait a minute. Look up. There's another one. You know what? What I find fascinating is like people are saying, first of all, it was a trip. Like all weekend, I would check my phone. It's like another thing was shot down. I was like, are we in the middle of the beginning of an alien movie where this is how we're going to be invaded by a bunch of tiny balloons? By the way, put a pin in that because, well, don't put a pin in that because the balloon will crash. But no, we don't even know if these other things were balloons. Like there was one that was like, quote, hexagonal with some strings dangling down. I was like, okay, I'm going to need more than... Like, we have all this technology. Can we just please figure it out? Because I'm concerned Mm -hmm. that we are actually, you know, 10 minutes into that alien film. And yeah, we're 10 minutes in. I mean, it feels (laughs) like it, right? Yeah. And some stuff's about to go down. That's what it felt like this weekend um, because it was just like one after the other. But we still, I don't think, are any closer to knowing, right? No, we aren't. Now, there have been others, obviously, like I said, there was one on uh, Friday, then one on Saturday. The one on Friday was flying over Canada and um, they shut down, you know, airspace over part of Montana. You know, they they both agreed to do that. Um, Biden and Justin Trudeau from Canada, the prime minister of Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one was similar to the other one. But they don't know who owns the object. 
and they declined to call it a balloon. Yeah, they don't even know, or they're not even telling us what it is if they know. Yeah, and it was roughly the size of a small car, and it was unmanned, they said, um, but they shot it down as well. There's some that believe that they shot down their own thing. I saw another article about that. that but who shot was, down? That it was actually a Canadian thing, and they shot it down, and it was their own. But who knows if that's true? Well, um, I will say the one thing we do know, though, I found fascinating, is the one that was over Lake Huron. That mm-hmm. was actually shot down by the Air National Guard unit from Duluth, I think. Yes, you're right. Yes. Uh, so that was the latest one that just happened. Also, you know how the other thing people have been saying about all of these flying objects is like, oh, it's only because we're looking now that we're seeing all of these things. I'm like, but they've had to shoot them down, remember, because they're within the, the you know, airspace where, like, passenger jets are flying, exactly. right? Exactly. And but, this could, uh, if they ran into one of those, it could take the plane down. I mean, But both serious. of these things, well, one of the, whatever the truth is, it's disturbing. So what I mean by that is, like, so they're like, hey, we're only noticing all these things because we're looking. And I'm like, great, it's a good thing we're looking. But if that many things have been floating, because you've gotten four in eight days. Mm-hmm. So that would tell us that perhaps there's a lot of these things, which means nobody's been looking and these things have been flying around within passenger airspace for that long like i don't know something doesn't add up to me on that because if they had been so dangerous up to this point why has nobody seen them why has no passenger jet come across them right you know what i'm saying so like so i mean i guess i just don't know the answer so that could just be the answer which is fine it doesn't mean there's a conspiracy but the other part of me is just like or is somebody just launching a bunch of these to like figure out what we're gonna do True. Because it, I, I don't know about you, but it doesn't seem like we're doing, like we're not fast <laughs> on the on response, the right? right? I mean, we are, but they let it float around for 48 hours or, yeah. or longer. Well, a defense official from the North American Aerospace Defense Command says, we don't yet know whether these phenomena have been there for a while and we're just now seeing them or if it's new. Between data from object recovery and going through our technical radar data, we're working toward better understanding. So they are admitting that they're looking harder Which at is disguise. Good. They're looking more now. It's also disturbing that they weren't looking before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we'll think about all the airspace there is. I yeah. Mean, it's kind no, of I get overwhelming. It. It's like the ocean. You know? Also, you wonder, right, like how do they know? Because you ever look at those graphics of like all the planes in the sky? Yeah. And it looks like just a mess, right? Like yeah, there's just all the radar. Yeah. thousands of planes in the sky at any one time. How are they going to notice those tiny little I don't blippies? Know. I, I, I like, do not know, but it's fascinating to me yeah. um, that we're finding so many. And P.S., if you know people are literally up in arms about this, uh, China has said there were 10 balloons and objects flying over China last year from the u.s they're like yeah p.s you guys are there were 10 of these spying on us so you know to each their own (laughs) uh yeah of course they're gonna say that that that's right yeah because they got caught mm red-handed you know in terms of like not met and who knows what the actual story is i think that story is probably way more fascinating than we'll ever ever learn which Mm -hmm. is frustrating because don't you just want to know how this all went down yeah Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to make sure that like I I did have a thought yesterday when I was walking the dog like 
what if these things just keep happening? Like every day there's like another one and another one and another one. It's possible. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where you kind of start, well, personally, because of the response and how weird it's been and how we don't know anything, it makes me slightly fearful that we're doomed. <laughs> Like, we don't know what we're doing. Slightly fearful we're doomed. I'm, I'm fearful that any reaction we have, and maybe it's because I've watched too many disaster movies. Like you said, we're 10 minutes into the yeah. disaster movie, and we don't even know we're in the movie. Yeah. That we're like, oh, I mean, the reaction to it, and then also the response. I don't know. I don't even know if we should know about it. Let me put it that way. Well, you know, uh, we are probably in the first episode of the HBO Max special. So yes. <laughs> let's yes. see where this is going. And what happens in episode two. (laughs) That's right. When we come back, though, um, uh, we need to catch up on what's going on with Brittany. Because there was some drama on Friday. And it continues online. We'll tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. Oh, how fun is this? So fun. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Plan a playcation now. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Well, we've got spy balloons up there. We've got Brittany doing weird things. And I missed some things. I was gone on Friday. What did I miss with Brittany? Okay, so uh, I don't remember exactly where we left things before you were gone on Friday. But here's what I can tell you. There was a conservative, or excuse me, allegedly, supposedly, there was an intervention planned for Brittany on Thursday. I did remember hearing something about that, and, and that ha- is where we left it. Yep, it's allegedly where it got called off, and people were like, oh, nothing to see here, this is not happening, um, no big deal. However, things then on Friday continued. There was supposed to be an intervention, as I said, it never took place. Uh, also, Sam then took to Instagram to basically say that there's nothing to see here. Like so, there was no intervention? Yeah, like okay. there is no intervention. And it led a lot of us to, to think, and I think Lori and Julie had the same opinion, if I may speak for themselves. They're not here today. Otherwise, I would just ask them, <laughs> by the way, tune in to our first Uh, or their first hour of the show, because you and I will be hosting. That's right. uh, Along with Holly. Okay. um, Yeah, I think the thought was, is this perchance an effort by the conservatorship or powers behind what used to be the conservatorship, a.k.a. her dad, her mom, business people, to gain control of her again? Because all of these stories about this possible intervention were coming from... TMZ. TMZ Mm. had like three different sources saying that this intervention was going to happen. People were about to show up, but then she caught wind of it and they were like, hold on, guys. And they said, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is, that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That it's because she was acting erratic. It, it sounded really just too familiar, right? Yeah. From like 14, 15 years ago however long that was the first time around and people were like mm, that just kind of smells well now i am happy to tell you dawn yes that uh as of let's see she posted this three days ago on her instagram i want to read you what river red said on her insta river red is what she wants to be called dawn yeah. quote this week in the news it said i almost died and that my manager and doctor's and that I have, rather, a manager and doctors. I don't have a management team, nor will I ever again in my life. I don't have, quote, medical doctors. I take Prozac for depression, and that's about it. I'm an extremely boring person. It frustrates me to know that any news outlet would say any of this. It's worse than a cruel joke, because people actually believe this stuff, and all of my efforts in getting better with my little routine of prayer and therapy seems to not count for anything. And when oh. people can say things that are incredibly wrong, anyways, change of subject, enough drama. I'm into diamond gowns and funky fashion at the moment. Good morning. Okay. So, so this is her Instagram, which we're not sure if she actually runs. Yeah. She then went on to say, if the world says bad things about me, you can guarantee I'll find a way to brighten things up. And then she does a video of her twirling. Oh, God. I just don't want any more twirling. Is everyone sick of the twirling? She likes twirling. I don't want any more. It's like a little girl in a pageant dress, which is cute for a while. And then you're like, all right. So then, um, okay, can I tell you what Sam then said? Yeah. Because he actually spoke to an outlet. And by that, I mean, he didn't just call up a paparazzo. He said in a statement to Access mm-hmm. Hollywood, my wife is in full control of her life and will continue to make all decisions involving her care, regardless of circumstances. Speculation on her health is inappropriate and should end immediately. So oh. that's where we're at. I have a TMZ story for you, but I want to take your temperature mm-hmm. up to this point. How are you feeling? What are you thinking? What's going through your mind? If you told me that this was coming from somebody else other than TMZ, then I would be more interested. But we know that TMZ is, you know, that Sam and whoever he's in touch with, if he's a part of the Jamie, it, there's a conspiracy that, you know, yeah, they're I just all mean working together. The two things that they said, before I tell you what TMZ said, of the two things that both Brittany said and, and Sam said, how does that make you feel about, I mean, it is on Instagram and Access Hollywood, but how are you feeling about that? I'm feeling like... <sighs> I'm just curious because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I don't know if it's actually her because it sounds very coherent. Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds totally plausible, right? That like some, but but can't both things be true? Can't there have been people who are trying to do her wrong behind the scenes uh, that are trying to make her look quote sick or crazy or whatever the you know hy- hyperbolic statement is? Like, couldn't that be true? And she's totally like, I'm fine. I don't know what you all are talking about. Yeah, I think that. That could be the case that I'm more because it is back and forth as to is that Brittany or not on her Instagram. Yeah. Um, so now I'm feeling like Instagram really is Brittany. <laughs> we should just take like a meter. I mean, every, every day. day it changes and that the TMZ story is planted by 
the people that want to take control of her again, which in the court of public opinion is not going to go over well. So There's now, no way. So now I'll tell you what TMZ said, which is Britney. Now this was um, this was like over the weekend. Britney Spears, friends, family say canceling intervention is life threatening. Now this is interesting. So I'm like, what does that mean? What? Canceling the intervention is life threatening. So, according to the story in TMZ, multiple people close to Britney say she desperately needs help, and the decision to pull the plug on the intervention scheduled this past week may well be life-threatening. TMZ broke the story, and then they tell the story that I told you is that she was going to be, they were going to have an intervention, then they pulled the plug, that she has become, quote, increasingly erratic and volatile. And then they rehash a bunch of quotes that sources allegedly say that she's not taking her medication, that she's all this stuff, right? Yeah. But then they're saying now, hey, you guys, canceling this intervention is life-threatening. Doesn't that just sound like people who are trying to get control of her again? Yes, it totally does. It totally does. Because um, you're like, ooh, you guys, if we don't act the fast. Seed, you know, they're spreading the seed. They're They're spreading the story that just bit by bit, it's like gaslighting all of us, like bit by bit that she's not well. Yeah. You know, I mean, we don't know if the video in the restaurant, like part of it seemed a little weird. You can't really hear all of it. Part of it was like, seemed like she was speaking some gibberish. But it's kind of like that seat filler told us about Ben and Jen, right? Yeah. Like, could it just be that, you know, only getting a certain perspective with a bunch of suspicious wording Mm -hmm. is going to make you think things that aren't necessarily true. Totally. Yeah, I can see that. But I also believe that they could be just planting all of this as and my thought with the video in the restaurant was we, you know, you can't take any video for as far as the audio is concerned. I could easily mix that audio. We all could to make it sound like she was speaking gibberish yeah. i mean that's such an easy thing to do that anybody i mean well you know it's it's easy you know so that could have been one of that could have been one of jamie's people and sam could have tipped them off where they were going to eat you know and how do you feel about sam telling us to all just mind our own business i think that that is his way of covering up that he's involved with Ooh, Jamie. okay all yeah. right. i mean it's I- just too suspicious it's too I think that if she was really in danger or doing things that were so erratic, we wouldn't see her. If that was the truth. And why do you think that? I'm not saying I don't disagree with you. or I, I don't if, agree with you. But. If she was a secretly, you know, like really disturbed, I don't really feel like Sam as a human being would allow his wife to just. He would want her to get help. Yeah. Like she would be. I do kind of keep thinking to that. I wonder sometimes, like, you know, if you if you really are concerned about somebody's safety, but they're not capable of seeing the danger, mm-hmm. or you feel like they're not capable of seeing the danger, so you can't communicate openly with them, mm-hmm. that you would then be forced to do things behind their back, which would make you look even shadier. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's got to be such... And I don't know, right? Because, like, none of us really truly knows. But I could see a situation where somebody's dealing with a mental health crisis, mm-hmm. and the people who care about them are trying to get them help, but they they don't want to let them know, but they have to at some point. Yeah. It's it's definitely... So it's, I guess at the end of the day, mystery. I'm still saying I, do, I have no clue, mm-hmm. but it's clear to me that somebody 
that the, whoever is talking to TMZ wants us to believe that she's like five seconds away from a meltdown. Right. And remember, I just want to throw this in there. Do we trust do we trust Perez Hilton? Because Perez Hilton last oh, year God, came yeah. out and said, guys, I know something about Britney Spears and it's way worse than, you know, but I can't tell you. But just know and it's he's really like, bad. And nobody has guessed it. No one's guessed it, and which it's really we're like, bad. is she an alien? I mean, like, like what, what is what, it? What could be so weird? It's just like, does she have? I mean, I hate to say weird when it comes to people's mental health because it's not weird. It's just well, and he didn't different... imply it had to be her mental yeah. health. It could, you know, like it. But to your point, yeah, it's irresponsible to say something like that because you I mean, have. We go to like, is she actually dead? And this is not Britney Spears. <laughs> well, and then we get our real tinfoil hats on. Yeah, but then she makes an appearance out in public where. It's like, okay, she was there. Or was it all staged? Mike, what's your gut? Ooh, Sometimes we need, a, we need yeah, cool heads. Yeah, you're a cool head Ooh, person. That's, uh, I don't even know if my head's cool <laughs> he enough doesn't... for this one. That's, uh, that's tough. I... It's fine. It's fine. Well, I, I mean, put you on the spot. nobody has figured it out. So the fact I'm just trying to figure out an what answer. would be exactly, like you said, person said no one's even guessed it. And there's been so many crazy theories and yeah. so many things that just doesn't make any sense. Like, what could it be that nobody's ever guessed yet? And I, wow. You know what I do have faith in is that there are, I would imagine people around her that if there was an emergency would get her the help that she needed. Right? Well, we just don't know who's actually around her. Day to day. We only see Sam. Yeah. So, And we do suspect that he's not necessarily the most trustworthy. But again. I wish she was out more. So you that know, we I could judge her. They went to more. Target. They did? did oh, were have... you? did you miss that? Yes. Yeah. They went to Target. So in the midst of Why all this. Why did you not lead with this? Well, because I think that was last. <laughs> that was early last week. It like, was? Oh. They, like they said there was going to be a. Um, intervention. Meanwhile, they published a video, or Sam did on his Insta, of the two of them trying on clothes at Target. Trying on clothes. And it's like, well, okay, so if you can be out and about at Target, maybe uh, intervention is not five seconds away. Right. Oh, my gosh. Well, it is something you might wonder, like, why do you talk about this all the time? Because it's a mystery. It's fascinating. It's a current mystery that nobody has solved. Well, and I also don't have time for, you know, like, look, we learned a lot of valuable lessons about how we cover celebrities and how we think about and talk Mm -hmm. about celebrities and mental illness. I mean, I've been on this ride now since, you know, uh, for a long time. And so have you. And so we can be responsible about this conversation and i think we have been by large part but that doesn't mean we have to not be fascinated by it or continue to be curious of what's actually going on because it's clear that if somebody is talking to tmz somebody wants britney to be you know to have an intervention so right. whatever the because motivation that is right, because it's either because the they want they it running. because mm-hmm. she needs it or because they're trying to get control. One of those things has to be true. That is true because they, you know, they've been known to talk. You said a lot to like Sam is yeah. one of their contacts. It's like Sam and Jamie yeah, like Sam for the Jamie. entirety of the conservatorship, because I was there. Mm-hmm. They would always put the storylines out about what, you know, it, it, it always served the conservatorship. So, so. that's why. It always served them. Yes, exactly. So, well, we haven't <sighs> solved anything, Dawn, but you know no. what? We don't need to. 
Okay. We just need to ask the questions. That's right. Speaking of questions, the question I'm going to now ask is, where will Mike's game show roulette wheel land? We'll find out when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's time. Well, we think, well, usually this is the end of the show, but we have another hour to do because we've lost. Lucky you. Uh, Lori and Julia. Yeah, lucky you. So we'll be on. Just continue to listen because we're going to knock your socks off with some new material. (laughs) Anyway, it's time to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is a new week of Game Show Roulette. We're going to have some fun playing some classic game shows, maybe some future game shows, maybe some game shows that are on television right now. I don't know. It depends where the wheel lands as it is spinning now. Let's see what we are going to play. The price is this right. This is what you always think. There's always another game we play that you think is the Family price Feud. is right. Family yes. Feud. That's yes. right. He did a good job. You'd be proud of him. When uh, Stephanie uh, Hansen was in, we played Family Feud, and he heard the music, the and he nail. stopped for a second, and he said, oh, this is Family Feud. So Ooh. I did. I did. It's learning. It's perfect. And we cool. love it. Uh, we're playing the cliffhanger game again. Oh, Cliffhanger! Yes, you know, you know, this guy. Yep, yep, we're bringing him back. Oh, I love that little guy. That would be my superhero franchise, by the way. Cliffhanger? The Yodeler. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. You get attacked, you just yodel people to to death. (laughs) Uh, We're going to go a little throwback, though. This is uh, 25-year-old toys. Okay, so, so basically the cho- the toys of my mm, early adulthood. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Like so these are going to be toys that were available in 1998, and it's going to be the prices of those toys when they were released. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I flipped a coin. Uh, someone call heads or tails? Tails. It was tails. Would you like to go first or second? I will go second. You're going to go second. All right. That means Bradley Trainer is going to start things off again. We are playing the cliffhanger game. If anyone's not familiar with this game, they're going to guess the price of an item. And uh, for every dollar they're off, the little yodel man's going to do his thing. If they miss it by $25, all three of their items, he's going to fall off and then they will uh, lose. <laughs> Fabulous. It's that simple. Uh, we're going to start things off with the good old classic Tamagotchi. 1998. I had one of these in 1998. The original virtual reality pet, the Tamagotchi, a little pet from cyberspace. Needs your loving to survive and grow. It features a digital clock and a button cell battery. Bradley Trainer, how much was a Tamagotchi when it first came out? I have no concept of time or money. I'm just going to go out on a limb. I don't remember how much they were. I'm going to say $12.99. You're going to say $12.99. Was that correct? It was oh. not. Let's see how far off twelve ninety nine. And by the way, we can stop doing sense. Uh, I'm we, sorry. We, no, it's no, just it's okay. It, it is habit. 13 is what you said. Here we go. Let's see how the cliffhanger <laughs> man goes. Ooh, pretty good. Oh, You're only God. off by three bucks. Oh, oh good job. So up or down? Uh, you've got, uh, what's that? It was ten bucks. Sorry, you were off oh, by three bucks. Just oh, God, I was gonna say nine ninety nine, and I thought that's too cheap. In oh. fact, it was exactly nine ninety nine. I wound up to ten. So, oh, I would have been way off. I'm so uh, glad that I made you go. You would have said what, like thirty six dollars? No, I. Oh my gosh, I was gonna say nineteen ninety nine, and oh, okay. then for a moment though, I did think maybe it was like thirty six dollars. Yeah. Well, you Don't- just. 
got into my mind. Oh, wow. I live in there, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Don, your first your first item here as we are playing the cliffhanger game is Bart versus Space Mutants handheld game. This is a handheld game. It is oh Bart God. Simpson taking on Space Mutants, and uh, yeah, that's that's it. How much do you think that game cost back in nineteen ninety eight? Oh, oh nineteen ninety eight. So this was after Tamagotchi. Yes. Oh, oh. no, they're they're all nineteen ninety eight. All of the items we do today will be nineteen ninety eight. I know yep. a Game Boy was out in like 87 mm-hmm. or something like that. So this is very low stakes. Yep. So I would say this is $15, Bob. $15. Is that correct? It is not. Let's see how far $15 is off. Two bucks. Wow. Ooh, Nicely good done. Job. You only oh missed it gosh. by two bucks. That means you missed got it by that much. $3 to work with. A lot of room to play with. Uh, we'll go back over to Bradley Trainer. You've got now a fun time Polly Pocket Clock. Oh, God. Ooh. Polly in her pockets. Yep. Oh, it is a see. Polly Pocket Clock fun time clock. It's a real clock that keeps perfect time as Polly Pocket and her friends play on the swing and a merry-go-round. It folds easily and goes anywhere you go. Polly Pocket. Uh, I, Bob, am questioning the size of this. Is it's this pretty like small. It's in your hand. Pocket. Yeah, it's tiny. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that... Is it a, a working clock? It is a working okay. clock. Polly Pockets. I'm going to say... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Need to pick up the pace just a 15. wee bit if you can. 15 is what you're going to go with. Is that correct? It is not. Let's see how far off you are at 15. He's going past 5. He's worked past 10. It's going to stop there. You're off by eight bucks. It was $23. Ooh. Oh, wow. Polly had, uh, Polly had uh, very expensive pockets. Your, your cliffhanger <laughs> man is now sitting at uh, $11, so you still got 14 to work with. And uh, we'll go over to you, Don. You see that cute little kid wearing a Buzz Lightyear oh, outfit? Oh, my gosh, yes. It okay. is a Buzz Lightyear costume from the year 1998. Aww. How much was the Polly Pocket? The Polly Pocket was uh, $23. Okay. All right. You buzz lightly your costume. What do you think? I think this is twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five. Is that correct? It is not. Let's see how far off you are as the cliffhanger man will do his thing. Pretty close. Oh, just five bucks off. Ooh, wow. Okay. So you you guys are getting better at this game. Yeah, I I've noticed that I overbid a mm, lot. Okay. I mean, so, yeah. She likes to waste her money on. So you're sitting That's at true. Uh, things from the past. <laughs> you're sitting at uh, eight now, uh, Dawn. As you're doing really Bradley's well. sitting at eleven. You got a lot of room to work with for these okay. final two. Bradley, your last one is a Furby. Oh, I had one. I had one. Ooh, Bob, did you buy it in 1998? I did. Well, then, do you remember what you paid for that Furby no, in 1998? I have zero idea. I don't even know if it was a gift or. Also, why did I have a Furby? Um, <laughs> yeah. Because they were all the rage. They yeah. were collectible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. God. They actually came out in 98, but due to its popularity, it was selling well throughout the 2000s. I, this, I'm going to have a really hard time with this okay. one because I kind of feel like it was more spendy. I just don't know how more spendy. I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the Furby retail value, $43. $43. Is that correct? How far off was he, Mr. Cliffhanger Man? 
Oh, my. Oh. You only missed it by three bucks. It was yes! $40. Wow. Oh, my God. You said 43 That puts you at 14 which means, uh, Dawn, you are oh, at God. $8. Okay. So you've got 6 bucks to work with. you got to come within $6, six dollars oh, to get this one correct. You can do it. Come it's on. no longer falling off the edge. You guys are crushing it. You're not going to fall off the edge, but you need to beat Bradley by getting within $6 okay. on this. And it is... A crimp and curl cabbage patch kid. Ooh, oh, gosh. you can crimp her hair. Okay, yes. so cabbage patch kids came out when I was like little, like first grade. Yeah, not the so late they 90s. weren't they weren't the newest thing. Mm-hmm. And so they're still trying to get people to buy these. How much was the Furby? The Furby was forty bucks. I will say this was. Again, because I remember Cabbage Patch, they were like $50 when they started off, like back in the day, which was a lot of money. The Crimp and Curl Cabbage Patch Kids set is at $45. (gasps) How far off were you? Again, you have to be within six. Past 10. Working up to 15. Just past Bradley Trainer. He's going to win, but are you going to be able to hold on? She's hold past on, 20. God. She's at 23. What? Going to stop there. Oh. You were off by 23. No, no, no. That was in addition to the eight she was off before. So uh, you, it was 30 bucks. 30 bucks. You were bucks. off by 15. Oh, so 23 is where you ended Ooh, it up. It really went down in value. It did in a big way. Yeah, people yeah. were like, hey, what else can we do to these things? You remember people would like try to kill each other? Oh, my those mom wow. like, would go hunting for them and then sell them up by the, on the newspaper, like in the newspaper. Ooh. Yeah. My mom had one made for me. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. What did I win, Bob? All uh, the money and you, things? You won it all. Okay. Um, we don't have time Good. to get to the consolation prize. Well, thank we'll you, Mike. What you got. Yeah. Hey, Thanks, Mike, Mike. You, you got to go. But uh, up next, we're here. It's us. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn continue for the first hour of LoJ. Right here on My Talk 107.1. Where talk is fun. Fun, I'm having a wonderful time. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Hey, My Talkers, it's Jace.